Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, my friend. It's your host and coach, Joseph Serfati, and you're tuned into the Mindfully Resilient Podcast, episode number 37. I hope you're doing well today. I hope you're feeling great. I hope you're achieving your goals and being 1% better than yesterday or living with that plus one mantra. You know, that plus one mantra, do what you can, plus one. That extra smile, that extra rep, that extra minute, that extra mile, that extra expression of gratitude, just one. Do what you can, plus one. You know, and I hope you're working strong on growing professionally and personally. I hope you got a growth plan. You know, just working on the lessons from yesterday and applying them today, applying those lessons to be the best version of yourself tomorrow. You know, and speaking of a growth plan, speaking of growth and being the best version of yourself, you know, spring is right around the corner. And like New Year's, it's a time of rebirth, rejuvenation, renewed hope, and new inspirations. I think, you know, I believe we should experience those things every day. You know, nothing is really stopping us. You know, okay, maybe one thing, you know, our self-limiting beliefs. But take those away, we're unstoppable. Because when life backs you into a corner, you're going to come out roaring. You're going to fight your way through with fists of flames fueled by your purpose and passion. But there's a catch. It's up to you to make the next move. It's up to you to turn that corner when life throws you a misdirect. You're in control. You know, when I started in the fitness industry, I didn't realize the number of amazing, humble, and inspiring people I'd meet throughout my journey. Many who graciously serve as coaches, role models, and mentors. Those who believe that leaving a mark in the world doesn't simply end with them but with the hearts and souls they touch. You know, their stories are proof that resilience, discipline, and patience are fundamental to any journey of personal or professional growth. They understand that there are phases that one must travel in order to gain experience before the next level up. My guest today, and I'm very excited to, to have her join me on, the episode, on today's episode because she is someone who exemplifies that resilience, that discipline, that patience, and what it takes to grow, to create impact, to create impact at exponential levels and leave a legacy within others that will be passed on for generations to come. And I'm not exaggerating, friends. I'm not exaggerating at all. I'm speaking from the heart. Connie Beaulieu has dedicated her life to leading others towards living a healthy and active lifestyle. Since the year 2000, Connie has influenced thousands of lives through her personal training, coaching, and fitness education career. Connie owns and operates Sweat Inc. out of Ottawa, Ontario, where she specializes in personal and small group training, online virtual training, outdoor boot camps, and corporate fitness training. She has taught fit, fitness and wellness for the Police Foundations Program and the Canadian Armed Forces at Algonquin College. 
certified hundreds of fitness professionals as a veteran pro trainer with CanFit Pro and is the founder of Activate, a series of inspiring events that unite fitness professionals and enthusiasts for a day of awesome education, connection, and motivation. Connie has been featured on CTV, Rogers TV, The Globe and Mail, The Huffington Post, and Shetland Magazine. She holds a Bachelor of Social Sciences degree out of the University of Ottawa, a fitness and lifestyle management diploma from George Brown College, and is a certified strength and conditioning specialist with the National Strength and Conditioning Association. Connie and I had a great conversation talking about her journey into fitness, leading aspiring personal trainers, the launch of her new brand, Sweat Inc., and the story behind the birth of Activate FitCon, a fitness conference out of Ottawa, and it being one of the first to bring a fitness conference to the virtual stage. Yes, when the pandemic hit, her conference was supposed to happen in April, and you'll hear her story and she was one of the first in the industry, I believe, to have launched one of the first virtual conferences in the industry. I guarantee you'll find some nugget of inspiration in today's episode. So without further delay, I present to you my friend and mentor, Connie Bullier. All right, let's go. go. All right. So Connie... Thank you very much for uh, being here today. So fantastic to have you. I mean, you. You, you, the listeners right now, I'm like watching her through the screen and her smile is awesome. All no. right. It's, it's fantastic. And uh, one, one of my uh, growth squad accountability, accountability buddies uh, and a personal trainer, uh, personal trainer, pro trainer, Oh, strength and conditioning coach extraordinaire, mom, boss, entrepreneur, you name it, the list goes on. Connie is like one of like the best mentors to have in your corner uh, in pretty much any aspect of life, I, I would say, based on what we've talked about, what we shared. So, thank Connie, you. how are you doing today? How are you doing today? I am great. Thank you. It's Friday. All good. And uh, I really appreciate you having me here. I'm excited to be here with you, especially after our growth squad journey together. Yeah, that's right. So for those of you who are not familiar, Connie and I were part of a, a 45 day, which was supposed to be a 30 day, but 45 day uh, growth plan mastermind based on the chapters from John C. Maxwell's book, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth, which was led by a, a mutual friend of ours and mentor, uh, Sergeant Ken. And I think you folks have heard Sergeant Ken's name so many times throughout this <laughs> show. <laughs> um, you know who he is, but um he brought a small team together, a small family together, I would say, uh, by the end of it all, to inspire and empower each other and, and give each other hope um, through our stories that we shared in our growth uh, mastermind. Mm -hmm. And uh, But yeah, but this wasn't our, the first time we met. We knew each other. I think the first time I met you was in person was yeah. 2018. 2018 at your Activate Fit conference in yeah. Ottawa. That's right, because Sergeant Ken was here running his boot camp certification, and you were his assistant. Yeah, you, you came into Ottawa. Yeah, like yeah, it's just for the, the, the weekend, and that was like that yeah. was an honor. And first of all, I got to say that was my first time there, and I knew what was going on the previous years, but this was an opportunity to be there, and um, and I, let me just say, I, it was. 
amazing. It was wow. it was amazing. Like I see, it was well run, and I'm, we're going to talk about this today too because your journey into creating that because to create such a big dream, a big goal, and yeah. a lot of people are, you know, hesitant to take that leap and and actually see what they can achieve uh, because you know we all know the unknown the unknowns of the future kind of hold us back sometimes mm-hmm. right so when we so but you took charge you knew what you wanted and there is a story behind it mm-hmm. and we'll get to it uh, i want to make sure, i want to let people know that i want to give them hope and give them inspiration to get after their goals because even in the time we've spoken, you know, and I think in the past couple of months, you and I have spoken and got to connect a lot more than we have in the past couple of years. And oh yeah, l- let me say, let me say this: like it, it's, it was an honor and it's amazing. And I like I was touched by everything you shared. And we're like, yeah. Yeah. the stories, you know, we're taking it back. And you have a lot, a lot to share. Um, so I'm gonna ask you this though: what is your take? Mm-hmm. on resilience because you know this show we know it's the mindfully resilient podcast mm-hmm. our mentor sergeant ken he's a teacher of resilience yep but we all have our own definitions yep so for Basically, me resilience is more than just strength right and i think a lot of times people equate resilience with being strong and and while i believe you know that does help and of course i'm a strength coach so i believe that um when you feel good on the inside strong on the inside makes you strong on the outside and vice versa but um for me resilience is about getting knocked down life is going to knock you down it doesn't matter who you are it's about getting knocked down and then having the tools and the ability to get back up. Mm-hmm. That is what I consider resilience. So it's finding, you know, honoring yourself to just take the steps in whether it's finding a support group, finding tools, but what's it going to take to get you back up on your feet and forge ahead. Nice. And is, is there uh, what would be some of the tools you would recommend uh, for somebody in your experience that have mm-hmm. the tools that have helped you bounce forward. So one of the number one things to me is um, gratitude, right? So I know we talk a lot about gratitude, especially in our industry, but it really is important to just, to just take inventory of what's in your life that is going well um, and really honing in on that and giving that some attention. Once you give attention to the good things that are happening, it really helps move past uh, that bad stuff. And also when we look deeper into why we need to get back on track, right? Why we need to get back uh, past that, maybe that bad incident that happened to you or whatever it may be that brought you down. We only have one life. And this is what I am so passionate about. We have one life. So we have no choice, but to get back up and keep going. Yeah. You know what? That's so true. And I mean, I'm talking about gratitude and I, and I share this with you in our mastermind where when I first started writing a, a gratitude journal, keep on gratitude journal, it felt cheesy. It felt, I, I must admit, I it felt, it's like, it's like a lot of things, people don't do things because it's like, oh, it's not cool or it seems kind of weird because yeah. it's out of our comfort zones. And I think I that's it. Know. You know how hard it is to actually write down, I am grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. And yep. we realize, I'm, I think I am grateful. And then we realize we're already done. What else, what happened today that made me smile or that helped me sure. grow? Wow. And you look back on, then you start being honest. So he starts off with the one line, but all of a sudden I am grateful for, and then it's like five lines for one thing. And, and it just opens it up because, and even when you look back, you're like, wow, so many great things. And even in the process of writing, it kind of forces you out of that 
funk mindset. It's true. And you ever realize when you're down, it actually permeates into the tasks that would typically lift you up. Mm-hmm. Like that workout. I've have you ever been, have you ever been um like just on purpose, like you knew you could have bounced out of it in a, in a, in a bad mood or whatever it was, yeah. or just felt sad. And you go into a workout and that workout, even though you move, you got a workout in. Yeah. You are borderline, like you're on the edge of like actually hurting yourself. Yeah. It's, you know, so yeah. if we, or you didn't brain, like, you didn't feel it. Right. It's like, you just felt like that just wasn't the workout you're used to. Exactly. And I, I, I tell now like the latest thing and I talk about is uh, the stimulate over annihilate, even if, you, you know, just small movements, but like, sometimes it's just like, you kind of want to take it out on the kettlebell and all of a sudden that one move dislocates your shoulder or mm. let the, dis- you disengage your glutes, hurt your back. And it, it happened to me a few times, actually, I hate to admit it, but, but yeah, no, but is this expressed when you think about it, like yeah. right now we uh, like, there's some, some stuff going on in my life. And I can't mm-hmm. let it put me down right now. Like for those of you listening by the time, well, actually now I think you know, I could say this, like we are pretty much being forced out of our home now. Mm-hmm. Um, the house we were renting, we were blindsided uh, and it's just, it's it's confirmed now they sold the home and now we're scrambling and you only have, we have less than three months. It's time of recording mm-hmm. this. We have less than three months to find a place in a market that's so saturated. That's, we can't, you know, we can't find a, it's so competitive. Um yep. But what can I do now? And I always say, control the controllables. What is in your control and what are you grateful for? And you just do your best you can and forge forward. Um, And exactly what you just said, right? Like the uh, things are going to happen out of your control. And I think a lot of people really feel like they're in control of their life until something happens where that control is taken away. And then it's like, oh gosh, how do I get through this? I'm not sure how to control this. And yeah. I think you just nailed that on the head too. We need to like, at some point, we need to let go of that control and focus on the things that we can control in our day. Well, yeah. And it's ever, you ever realized that is that people get, uh, you know, we get kind of worked up when someone contradicts us. It's because what their opinion was, it was out of our control. But what do we have in our control right now? We have control of our mm-hmm. mindset or our the ability to think optionally or work mm-hmm. with the situation. Yep. And work it with how we see fit or according to our values. I mean, um, you know, even when you, you get mad or you can't, you get frustrated because you can't lift a weight, a heavy weight. No, we're personal trainers. We're, I'm going to talk fitness a lot today, but yeah. work with what you, okay. You can't do 30 pounds, do 15, but you're moving. Exactly. You're still stimulating the muscle. Um, but celebrate. Are you not that. feeling like your weight training workout? Go for a walk, right? Just like get moving because physiologically we know that movement is that is one of my tools, right? Through getting through rough times is like movement, physiologically, all those things that are happening in your brain, um, those happy hormones. So just get moving. Yeah. What's going to bring you happiness today? Exactly. What's going to make you smile? Yep. That's just a smile. Hey, is it going to be looking at that beautiful bird or the blue sky? You know, clouds (laughs) Clouds passing by looking, using your imagination, uh, Watching, watching uh, Disney Plus and WandaVision. Yes, season finale tonight. <laughs> um, now, in terms, you know, we know you as, okay, you, uh, I, I, seriously, like you are definitely an entrepreneur, like I said, an entrepreneur, <laughs> mom boss, uh, extraordinaire. And 
you know, your personal trainer, pro trainer for Canfit Pro. By the way, for those of you not familiar what a pro trainer does, a pro trainer certifies, uh, teaches and certifies other uh, aspiring uh, fitness professionals, other personal trainers. Um, and also we're talking about you also a strength and conditioning coach. You worked with professional athletes. Yeah. Uh, you've been a director for a fitness club. Yeah. Leading a conference, like, oh my gosh, yeah, we talked about that. That's amazing. And then, uh, we know, what else? Am I missing something else? Oh, yeah, and you're relaunching a new brand. Uh-huh. Got a lot of stuff here. But yep. those are just, those are titles. Those are the, yeah. what you do. Like, but who are, who is Connie beyond all those titles? Who am I? Who I'm are a very- you? I'm a passionate person. And I think this is part of becoming an entrepreneur is because like I can control that where I put my energy. And so I am a very passionate person, whether it's for business or for life. I love adventure. Um, You know, I packed up everything when I was living in Toronto in my mid twenties and moved to Barbados uh, with no plan. Uh, But it was just, (laughs) it was just something that, uh, I knew deep down I needed to to go explore, right? What do we call that? Finding ourselves. And so, you know, so I'm very passionate. I have a lot of, uh, I love adventure. Um, but ultimately, you know, I am a, a daughter. I'm um, an only child. I am a mom of two and a, a wife of uh, 14 years now. I think we're 14 years. Mm-hmm. So that's me. I'm very much, um, you know, I am definitely an entrepreneur, but I love to find balance. So that's important to me is finding that balance in life with work and my personal life. And do you, I know we talked about growth, you know, we've been talking about growth for so many weeks now and mm-hmm. in that process, or even before that, do you, have you, do you know what your purpose is, your why? Have you found it? Have you dug deeper with it or? I actually have dug deeper now. I'm not sure it's refined, um, but I know that I exist uh, to bring joy, resilience and strength into people's lives in order uh, to help them achieve a high-performing life. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that, that's why we're connecting. That is like pretty much me. <laughs> I love it. The same thing. I know you have joy in yours too, right? It's important. Well, my, yeah, my tagline, and by the way, if I say it now, people think I'm going to be ending the show. No, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, like resilience, joy, happiness, and strength. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. they all go hand in hand. That's That's beautiful. And like, seriously, at the same time, it's yeah. fluid. You know, our purpose or why we discover new things about ourselves. And we're like, you know, okay, let's make, I see this now. I see it this way. And then, but it's, it's always kind of, always comes back to like a common yeah. denominator, right? You have your nexus point, you have your, your, your core yeah. and the purpose expands. But if you, it's, if you have to reevaluate it, it's always back to that same core. And we're talking about the values and your mission around that and your vision, right? That's it. And whether that's for me, for my clients, for my family, ultimately, I know that's what wakes me up every day. You know, I want people to feel joy. I want them to feel happy. I want to feel joy because when I make them feel good, it makes me feel good, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I want them to feel strong to get through the day, whether it's physically, mentally, and then resilience, you know, help them pick up and keep going. And, And again, that transcends to everybody. So I just, I like to empower people in those categories for sure. That's, that's my why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, and we see it every day as personal trainers, as fitness professionals. Mm-hmm. You know, we see it how people just struggle with their journeys, and we want to help them be uh, well, how we've been calling it. I think in the past few months, this is a term that has we're using it a lot now. Lighthouse to be a lighthouse yeah. for everybody to show yeah, them the that's way. It. 
Yeah. It's, yeah. Funny that you use that term. I, I do use that as well. I like to be the light in someone's day. Like if I can make someone's day better, that's good. That's and, happy. And, and I know and that's great. Mm-hmm. And it's very noble. And it's, it's awesome because, you know, making someone else's day, the opportunity to make someone else's day, what I, how I like to put it at the end of every class, I remind people uh, to express gratitude during our cool downs. And I asked him, what made you smile? What opportunity did you have to make someone else smile? Because that's the mm-hmm. greatest blessing. Because what happens is that you make someone else's day, they're going to make someone else's day. And then so forth. You created, and it, the ripple effect started with you. That's right. And it's, it's a great impact, you know, and you don't know who, who, whose life, whose life you probably saved in the process. And yeah. And I look at, you know, some of my longest clients that I've had and, um, that's the biggest reward for me is that their whole family feels it right. Their whole family feels that mom or dad is happier after her workout or his workout, you know, they're more patient or they have more resilience and more strength and endurance to get through their day. And so, mm-hmm. yes, I agree. It transcends beyond that one person. Well, I'll say they, have, they have more strength. After our, after my workout and my daughter wants to jump on my back, I'm just like, uh, okay, I don't mean physical strength for that <laughs> moment, but later on, <laughs> yeah, I get it. I, you know, of course, later of course, later on. that's the best feeling when your clients tell you, yeah, I just lifted up my kid and I tossed him in the air and I'm like, hope you didn't use him as a slam ball. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess the bet. That's not no, the objective. <laughs> no, no. Uh, you know, a lot of, a little bit of rough housing, a little bit of rough housing, but, uh, just be mindful. Um, yeah. now we're talking about fitness and this mm-hmm. is, you know, and this is one of uh, the things we share is our, our passion for fitness, but not just, you know, for ourselves, but to help others. Um, what was your inspiration to, to get into the fitness world, to become a fitness professional? I think I literally fell into it by accident, figuratively. And uh, <laughs> what happened was in um, junior high, I joined the ski club. And um, one of the nights going down the hill, I was in an accident, ski accident. So someone cut me off. And anyway, yeah, so down I went and um, it ended up that I tore my, my ACL, so my ligament and my meniscus. So this was 1991, this is years ago. And so, uh, you know, into the hospital I went, so I had to go through surgery. And so they, you know, they repaired what they could and um, then I had to go through physio. So while I was in physio, I was pretty fascinated by what the body can do, right? And how it can recover and how it can repair and rebuild through strength training. And I think that was what really stimulated the spark. Um, I just became really intrigued. And throughout high school, I remember doing um, uh, workouts off TV, off a, you know, a network in the morning before school. And it would make me feel really good. Like I'd feel energetic. I was never a morning person. I, I admittedly still am not very much a morning person, but uh, I would wake up and do these classes every morning at 630. It would make me feel really good. And I then realized that, you know, putting all this together, fitness is like, that is such a big part of life. Um, and then, you know, after becoming injured and being rehabilitated, it's like, it's crazy what the body can do. And so I wanted to be on that side. How can I help other people feel this? And that's what really sparked um, my journey into fitness and strength and conditioning. I thought I was going to be a physiotherapist. That's what my original um, mission was, was to go through physiotherapy. Um, after becoming a physio assistant, I realized that, you know what, I'm, 
I'm more interested in this conditioning aspect of physio than I am of the rehabilitative side. So why don't I put my energy into that, into that niche, into that lane? So what, what kind of pushed you towards that conditioning aspect? Was it just because it was like more like you like, like creating that higher intensity uh, kind of workout programming or, and, and was it fast or was it, or was it, what I think was it? Was the, I think it was like the, the reward that came after designing this program. So, mm -hmm. you know, as a physio assistant, and this is, you know, way back, physiotherapy has come such a long way since then, but, you know, way back when I was a physio assistant, it was like part of my role was, you know, the physio would design the workout program and I would walk them through it. And I just, I would see the progress that people would make by just putting in the time for these exercises. And I was like, this is really cool. And to me, that was more interesting than applying the stems or, you know, the ice packs. And, and obviously that's all important, but the fact that they could carry on that conditioning workout beyond their treatment, um, which would continue to make them stronger and conditioned, that's what really, that's where mm. I wanted to go. So, yeah, and you kind of like, and from the way I gather it, I think you, you have more of like, you had more of a, a penchant towards like the long term versus, you know, the rehabilitative stuff, which is great. You know, yeah. hey, I don't mind, don't put those, put those pads on my leg or whatever, and I'll be yeah. there with the, the knob and just turning the elect electricity up. <laughs> I love the little <laughs> juice in the leg. Um, yeah. But, uh, but that was like, yeah, you see it like, it's like once you're done, yeah, that's it. But then if they continue, you see it. And that's it. When I do physio, like I picked up the exercises. So the next time I injured myself and I kind of felt like, okay, this is what yeah. I did. I don't go to, yeah. I, I don't go to physio. And that's the thing is like, yeah. so what I was noticing is once they got back on their feet and discharged, it was up to them to continue that, that conditioning program that was designed for them. And so mm -hmm. like, where do they go then? Right. And so that's where I wanted to be. I wanted to be in that space where I was like, okay, I can help people, whether they're just recovering from this injury um, or they haven't been injured yet, but we want to keep them strong. And that's, mm -hmm. that's where I went. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, yeah. it's uh, it's a great, no, it's a great, and I like that too. I like that. And, and it's, what's yeah. amazing is that you have both, both sides of it now where it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, you can do the training, but then you can have that kind of like, active recovery component to mm -hmm. it because it's still good to have that active recovery like what we do in fit what people do in physio is yeah. pre it's pretty much active recovery and low impact moves mm -hmm. and hey i do some of the stuff too occasionally you know work the ankles work the knees a little bit you know the mm -hmm. small movements mm -hmm. um and it's just the body is so fascinating right and yeah. so i just became so fascinated with the body and and at the when i first started out in in 2000 the year 2000 um athletics is where I wanted to go. High performance training is where I wanted to go because for me, it has such a big reward. When you condition an athlete, they go out on the field or, mm. or on the ice or wherever it may be and they perform, right? And so the impact that you have as a strength and conditioning specialist for an athlete is very rewarding. Um, in realizing, you know, as my career has gone on is we're all athletes. Whether you, whether you consider yourself an athlete or not, we all have the same sport of life. And so this is where I've gone. So I've moved away from the high performance training of athletes and more into the general fitness of everyday people that just want to feel better and stronger, less risk of injury to get through life. Mm -hmm. And so, so that's let's talk, yeah. So let's talk about that because yeah, no, and I saw that and, 
and you went into, you started all that and then you kind of moved into the corporate wellness side and the personal yep. training. So mm-hmm. how was that like? Did you work for some, you worked for a fitness club, but did you work for a fitness club and yourself? How did you start off your business? Uh, yeah. So when you, um, you know, so after I graduated university here in Ottawa uh, with a bachelor of social science, I, I was wondering what was next. So while I was going to university, I was a physio assistant. Um, and then that's when I started realizing like, you know what, I want to go further. I want to figure out where can I go that can teach me more of this strength and conditioning stuff. And mm-hmm. so I had applied at a few places and I ended up um, going to George Brown College uh, down in Toronto. So I started working there. That's where I started my career. That's where I became uh, certified as a personal trainer. And then I took my uh, CSCS, which is Certified Strength and Conditioning Specialist through the NSCA certification. Um, so I started working as an intern at the Olympic High Performance Center uh, down in Toronto. And then um, I also uh, was working part-time at the Sports Clubs of Canada, which was a commercial health club at the time, one of the best commercial health clubs um, in Toronto. And so I was working both. And so I started there as a personal trainer. And then I knew that I was an entrepreneur at heart. I come from an entrepreneurial family. I knew that I wanted to create my own destiny, my own life. And so I knew I wanted to work for myself. So what I did is I started just started climbing up, you know, where can I get experience? So I started doing a little bit of membership sales in the commercial health club. Then I um, moved into management at sports clubs. Um, As I mentioned earlier, I left Toronto to move to Barbados. But once I was done there, I moved back to Ottawa, where I am now. And I was a fitness manager at Good Life. And when I was at Good Life is when I started, um, I realized that I was like, you know what, I want to be on the front line of education. I want to be on the front line of certifying new personal trainers so that I could not only educate them, but then mentor them into finding a successful career. So that's when I started doing my education. And I was there for a couple of years. And then I started my own business in 2007. So the, Mm -hmm. the corporate wellness came through my own business. Um, as well as my boot camps, my group training program, and um, personal training. So when you did all this, I mean, this is uh, like, it makes sense. You start off somewhere to get that training, but uh, like, did you feel that you were like, it slowed you down or you felt it was the right track to follow, like go work all, you know, work for all these companies, corporate companies, and then, and then go into business. Cause I see a lot of, uh, and you, you probably see it as a pro trainer as well where these new uh, personal trainers, they get the certification and they're like, now what? I know. Yeah. And a lot of personal trainers are entrepreneurs by heart and they want to work for themselves. And I have always taught uh, in my programs that yes, don't be afraid to go the commercial health club world. Even if it's not your thing, there's so much you learn there uh, when you're starting out things that you, you don't learn in school right? Dealing with members, um, the sales side, and we do, none of us like to sell, like none of us like to sell, right? And so there's like, you know, how do you present that? How do you present your packages? Um, and then just the, the um, management side, right? So you're part of a team, part of your budget. I personally learned a lot, both good and bad, <laughs> but I learned a lot um, in order to start my own journey. What was, what would be, you know, for somebody who's starting off um, in the personal training realm, what would be one lesson or two lessons you can share, you know, for those listening right now, wondering, okay, I just became a personal trainer. I want to get into personal training or the fitness uh, yeah. world. What was like maybe one or two top lessons uh, that you've learned that really helped you along the way? 
know your values and stay true to your values. So when you know your values, it doesn't matter where you work, you're going to operate within your zone, right? So for me, it's like, I, I know what my values are. I value integrity. I value professionalism. I value, you know, so many things, honesty. And so whether I work for someone else or myself, I know that where I'm working has to align with that. And if it doesn't, then I need to move on. So for me, it's know your values. That's where you're going to find your success. That's where you're going to find your people, right? Your vibe attracts your tribe. Vibe attracts your tribe. And yeah. so, uh, so know your values. Um, your values will then lead you into your, your, I guess we could say niche, right? It seems to be a buzzword now, but it leads mm. you into that area where you will have the most impact. And normally you'll have the most impact where you came from. So what area were you in um, that fitness brought you success? That is most likely what's going to bring other success, right? Or success for your business. Mm-hmm. That's, that's one of them. And then the second one, I would say, don't worry about what's going on outside. A lot of trainers are worrying about that they're not good enough. Um, they're not as good as others. Uh, they don't have as many clients as, as another person. They don't have as many certifications as another person. And I've seen that a lot. And I've think that a lot of times personal trainers get in their own heads um, and that really affects their confidence moving forward to be able to help other people. Okay. Are you, are you reading my mind or did I share during the mastermind? <laughs> you know what, in all honesty, uh, and that's one thing. And I think that's, that's the, especially in the past year with the pandemic, yeah. I, I, it looks like a lot of a lot of us, a lot of the uh, fitness professionals, mm-hmm. were struggling with that because what was uh, in person uh, contact mm-hmm. work became primarily virtual. Yes, and then you go into all possible online uh, spaces, uh, avenues to continue doing what you want to do, yeah. what you love to do. And I hope those personal trainers out there love what they're doing and not doing it just because they need credits for it to complete their, their, the bachelor's or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're not in it. You're in it because you want to make a difference. You want to make a change, not to make money. The money yeah. is the, the byproduct. You do it to make a difference, to make it, to transform lives. Yeah. And, but that's what I was seeing. And you'll, you'll see like, even now I found a love for what I do and what I'm in, what I mean by that, the videography, the Instagram posting. Yeah. I, 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 oh, thank you. No, I appreciate it. Thank you. You know, but that's one of my values is creativity, mm-hmm. creativity. You should see my workouts. If I showed you my workouts right now, I have a whole stack of them. Yeah. Like if every, every workout is not every, in the week, I will not give yeah. the same workout. If I repeat a workout, it's because mm-hmm. I injured myself and my class already knows it. So, and that's, yeah. And that's what we are, right? We're artists. We are artists. <laughs> We, we, we are creative. We have to be creative. As a fitness professional, you must be creative, whether you're teaching group X classes or you're designing personal training programs. You have to be creative. No, exactly. I, I, I totally agree with you because yeah. you want to still keep the interest, but at the same time, you want to challenge the body in different ways. Right. And the body yeah. will be like, what is this exercise? Uh-huh. You know, and when I gave. Safe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when I, exactly. And that's, that's, that's key as well. That is mm-hmm. like strong key. Cause now this is another conversation for later, but and I, <laughs> I shared this in a previous episode where we have clients who want the go, go, go type of workout. Yeah. But then you see them, you're like, no, I have to teach you the foundations. Your head deadlift is off. You're, I need yeah. to, and I want you to do it safely. But mm-hmm. in order to do that, you got to go low impact. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, they don't want that. 
And you're like, uh, so you got, it's a fine art. It's an art to balance that line. And yeah, no. So obviously creativity comes into play. Um, but you know, that's what I was struggling with is that I was wondering, okay, so this person's getting like a thousand likes for the same yeah. stuff I've been posting or it's like, okay. I, and I'm just trying to understand it, but then it's, it's work. It's hard work because you kind of want, for me, I always want, it's, it's been in, ingrained in me since a mm-hmm. child. Like I'm always seeking validation. Yeah. And you notice it too. When we have our conversation, sometimes I, I try sure. to seek that validation sense of a, approval. Um, sure. and, and, and this comes back. So when I first started in this industry, there was no social media, right? Mm-hmm. So think about that growing yourself with no social media as a fitness influencer or trainer, right? Like you didn't have that opportunity to go on and see how many people are going to like your posts. So what, what we were doing in the, in the health club world is comparing ourselves to all the other trainers on the team, right? Mm -hmm. So this trainer has 30 clients. Why do I only have 10 clients? I must not be good enough. What am I doing wrong? They're not doing wrong. My workouts look just as good as theirs. So we had that when you're in your own business and you had a, you have a brick and mortar, or even if your your studio is at home, like it is in my mine and yours, um, you're comparing yourself to the facility down the street, right? Why are so many people going there when my program is just as good, right? So it's like, and that never goes away. So you have to be able to hone in on yourself and just like ignore all of that noise. It's like, mm-hmm. put your blinders on and you got to like, just focus on what your mission is to do and not worry about those other people. And that's, I think that's the, I think out of everything, out of all the lessons you and I have had in our experience as fitness professionals, even regular people, yeah. I think that's the one thing is don't worry about what others think or they're doing focus mm-hmm. on your own growth because it is, you are in control of your ship. They don't. Um, exactly. So control your ship. I mean, yeah, I see people like, you know, in my community, on the community Facebook groups, we have, they're all the in-home personal training business. You know, we, we're just one at every block. I think I, one person mm-hmm. in-home personal trainer per block. And, mm-hmm. But I wonder like why, well, he's doing something differently. I don't know what his background his or her background is. I don't know their mentors. Like for me, I take pride in the mentors I have mm-hmm. and I connect with, um, yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm going to drop names, you know, we're talking about, you know, Sergeant Ken, uh, you know, like the Todd Durkin and, and Eric, yeah. the trainer, but then, you know, and then there's you, Connie as well, uh-huh. like experienced <laughs> pro trainer. Pro trainer. For me, when I talk to a pro trainer, even my my pro trainer David Robertson, when I meet him, when I see him every year, we have this thing where we do a selfie together. But he, you know, generally wants to see me grow. And I see all these people. Oh, yeah. I'm connected. I'm always. And for me, I take pride in my constant growth. Totally. But then I realize, why am I not getting this client? Or why, when I worked at Orange Theory Fitness, mm-hmm. I had these people who didn't appreciate me. But other people did. They loved what I did. I actually got a, a, yeah. a resiliency speaking engagement with one of the through one of the members. But I realized, and I learned this, and folks listening right now, no matter what you're doing, no matter what people uh, think, yeah. you will, you, whatever you have to share, whatever your teaching style, whatever your coaching style, mm-hmm. you will attract the people who deserve to hear and learn from you and nobody yeah. else. I mean, there's, I think it's the worst thing as personal trainers to just accept some of the clients. Like in the beginning, it's fine. That's when you start engaging your, your clientele. Yep. But I've worked with people who abuse me, like oh, yeah. psychologically and physically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you I won't cut be ties matched. with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
you won't be matched with everybody, right? You're not good for, not, uh, not good. You're not a good match for every client and a client's not a good match. Not every client is a good match for you. Exactly. And, you know, you and, can he, be and neither side, I think, needs to settle into that space. And, and the other thing while we're on this topic is it's okay. It's okay if that client chooses to go train with someone else. Because mm-hmm. it's not about you. It's about them. And there's just maybe something that they're clicking more with in that other program or that other trainer or, you know. That's right. And I think we've got to drop the ego a little bit. And I had that where I had a couple I was working Major. with. It wasn't, there were nice people. They were a nice family. Uh, but, uh, you know, it just, it was okay. They expected more out of an in-home personal training. I mean, dude, I would have, like, I would be like, dude, I can't bring uh, the 50 pound kettlebells with me all the time and stuff like, you know, because he wanted yeah. to feel it. And I, that's where it bugged me where they said, in order for us to know, it's, uh, to believe it was a good workout, we have to feel it the next day. Like, no, you don't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and, 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 <laughs> Cause I always had to, and I always had to tone it down to teach them the moves, but sure. they always want, and that's one of the challenges with semi-private training is that you got to balance your attention yeah. and how are you going to teach it? But then when they told me they decided to go sign up to a local uh, fitness facility, I'm like, Oh, that's great. He called me up out of respect and said, as long as you continue, you keep on going. My phone's always available. You call me and that's it. And that's it. And but that goes, got to realize, yeah. And, and that goes right back down to your values, right? You value safety and proper programming. Mm-hmm. So even though they want to feel that burn or they want to be worked so hard, they can't move the next day. You don't believe in that. So you know who your people are. Right. Exactly. And so you're, that's, that's where you find your matches. So, but it takes a lot of work to get to that space and not be hurt by that. Mm-hmm. It really does. But you know what, when we get hurt, uh, it's always, it's, it's, it's not a mis- it's never a mistake or it's always a lesson. It's learning more about For what, sure. about yourself. You're mm-hmm. learning about what you can do and, and just, you know, and, and another thing, I think another tip while we're on the lessons of personal training, cause I really want to talk about also your conference and sweat mm-hmm. ink, yeah. by the way, um, <laughs> is that, Never undervalue yourself. Yeah, starting start off with a low price. You know, if you want to do a low rate, just to get your feet wet, get your name out there. Mm-hmm. But once you develop your rate, and this is what happened when I got laid off from my job, I reached out to a bunch of people, like even Kennedy Lotato. I reached out to Di Manuel, and you don't sacrifice your rate. Your rates are rate. If you want to negotiate, like obviously, unless you're charging two hundred and fifty bucks a half hour for a regular mom and in a yeah. mom and dad like couple. Yeah. You're not going to, you know, okay. But if your rate is 80 bucks Canadian, we'll say it because we're, we're Canadian. So we'll talk yeah. about that. <laughs> you know, $80 Canadian. Don't, don't go any less. That's your rate. Don't go and free. Don't go free. I say, yeah. don't go free all the time. Offer like, let's say by 10, you can offer a free session because it's getting a package. Now, you know what? Business- and I'll tell you, we used to do that when I worked. So I worked in the commercial health club for eight years. Mm. And that was the biggest promo. Buy 10, get one free. Buy 20, get two free. Yeah. And then sometime, but it, it wasn't all the time. It would just come up every now and then. So sure, it's handy, right? It, it, it's attractive to people. But you know what happens? People start waiting for those sales. Rather than just looking for the service, they're waiting for that buy 10, get one free. Do mm. we do that with massage? Do we do that with physio? Do we do that with Cairo? No, when we need the service, we go and we pay what the rate is. That's right. So I have always been, I've always been a trainer that really firmly believes that you charge what you're worth. And if you want to do anything free or complimentary, make sure there's a real good 
mission behind it, whether it's for a nonprofit organization, whether it's for as a gift to a client who has been with you for a while, make it something as a reward, not as an attractive sales tool. Mm-hmm. Okay, folks, mm-hmm. you're hearing it live. I'm being <laughs> mentored by Connie right now. <laughs> uh, no, I, I That's my belief. It. No, no, and seriously, I'm down with that. I'm down with that too. I'm actually offering right now free 15 minute stretching sessions throughout the week, but it's more of my way of, yeah, Yeah. it's more of giving back to the community and also a little selfish reason. I need to get stretching in too. So it forces me to stretch. So it's, it's a win-win. It's a win-win. That's not, that's not taking one of your real current offerings and offering it for free. Exactly. That's the difference. That's that's right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when we went in the pandemic, everyone panicked and went online and everything was free all of a sudden. Oh, wait, Instagram normally, was nuts. You normally pay me, but now you don't have to because we're online. Why did we do that? So many people did that. And it just devalued it. It devalued a lot of services. Uh, I think it was a real hard hit for the industry. And um, I don't think that it was the right approach personally, because we were still valuable, whether we were online and we're realizing it now a year later or whether they were coming through your doors. That's right. We, we didn't have to go free. No, no, we didn't. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, mm-hmm. it was a easy, it was an easy thing, sure. but I think in the, for short term was fun. Okay, just get your name out there. But then people expected the free and that's what that's right. kind of- Exactly. It's like shooting yourself in the foot. Exactly. Um, now, Activate FitCon, uh, biggest mm-hmm. event started in 2014. Yes. Now, what kind of, what what was the fire? What was the, the, the flame that said, Connie, let's, you're doing an event? All right. There's two things I knew I wanted to do in my career. Open a brick and mortar, open a gym, or take my education further. Wasn't sure what it was going to be, but I knew that I was, you know, certifying since 2005. Uh, I loved it. Uh, I was developing this community in Ottawa of fitness professionals. Like you said, you see your pro trainer. I love seeing my students that are still currently training and they're successful. So going down the brick and mortar route, uh, I tried a few places. Didn't work out, right, for whatever reason. Finally, in 2003, it was 2003, uh, it was the final straw that was like, okay, I need to move on from this, this path. And I'm going to put my energy towards this education piece. And uh, I knew I always wanted to create some sort of a large event. I was already doing um, hosting presenters and certifications in Ottawa and Toronto. Um, So I was already doing that. So I knew I wanted to create something bigger, like a mishmash of everybody, you know? And so that's uh, where Activate came to fruition. I was like, this is it. We're going to do, we don't really have a big community fun event. I love going to Toronto every August. Um, There's another conference I go to every three years in Vegas. You know, it's like, we love doing these things to get together as a community, to build each other up Mm -hmm. and to celebrate. It's like a big family reunion. So for me, it was two things. It was like, these trainers and fitness instructors need continuing education and we deserve high quality stuff here in Ottawa. So I'm going to be on that front line. And we need something fun. We need something exciting to go to this local that we can get together. We can um, spark, respark our passion. So that's why I created it. And then 2014, it rolled out. 
Yeah, and it, it didn't come easy the first year. What you had, from what I told, it wasn't easy. easy. No, it did not come easy because I went way too big, way too fast. <laughs> <laughs> so I had I had these grand visions, um, and I just overplanned. And you know, I overplanned. I wasn't quite focused enough in you know my marketing and and that message. And um, it just it was too big, too big, and not enough people. Uh, the first two years, actually, first two years. And what was the turnaround? Like, what was the one thing you changed? I mean, you know, we talk about it wasn't enough marketing or enough effort, but was it yep. that that changed that made it happen? Or was there something else that's like kind of unblocked the dams uh-huh. and let the water flow? I had to step back and reevaluate like my vision. And, and I realized that, yes, this vision is amazing, but I'm not quite sure if we're there yet. And so I need to, st- I, ha- I had to step back and re-strategize. Uh, it did involve moving my entire venue. So I moved, you know, I changed locations. Um, and then I just really streamed and tightened up the um, the curriculum and the objective for the event. So mm-hmm. I did that. Yeah, and I was there. It was in 2018, like we mentioned earlier. And yeah. that, like I said, it was it was a wonderful event. And I even showed up. You had the, the trade the trade show. Yeah, a little trade show, yeah. Um, a little trade. It was, it, you know, it was a little bit, it was, it was nice because you had these brands I don't necessarily see. Sure. You know, I, I go to the Canford Pro Conference every year yeah. and I you see, gosh, it's like everybody from all over the place. Oh, yeah, humongous. International. Right? For sure. Humongous, but you see this, but you see all the local businesses, which was really nice to see. And we're not talking about like local, like Canada, we're talking about local Ottawa and stuff you don't typically yeah. see in Toronto, which was nice and for that, me to see. That's one of the pillars of Activate is community. And um, just really, it is about community, whether it's about the Activate community, the Ottawa community, obviously now it's growing, but um, it's always been about that community feel, um, that service, you know, you feel like you're, that's that extra service, that extra experience. That's kind of where we're small. It's a small event, and uh, but it's good. That's how I want it right now. <laughs> no, and, and you know what? And I think you've already, like, I want to say it's it's hard to say thanks to the pandemic, but in a way yeah. you've it just has allowed you to expand your reach, right? For We're sure. talking about the going you know, going virtual. Everybody's going virtual now. All the conferences yeah. are, but you you know you can reach people from you know, all the way, all across Canada, all across North America, the globe, yeah. and it you, makes you fair. Right. It makes you think yeah. bigger. Like for, for me, since 2014, it's always just like Ottawa, just thinking Ottawa. And in 2020, we were planned for um, our event was April 18th. And on um, March 12th, that's when everything got shut down. So like we were one month out from our event that was planned to be at a, a facility. So we had to pivot quickly and um we did it and you know was it as big as a live event no but was it as impactful i think so everyone had a really good time we were i think we were like the second fitness conference to actually even go virtual like that was pretty amazing right and so we're really proud of that and um and that just turned into now like you said a new stream here we are 2021 planning this year's event that's going to go virtual by request of our community so that's that's Mm-hmm. You're right. It's grown. It's like it's like that silver lining, I guess. Well, that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. What's the date? Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's in April. What is it? April what? April. So April 22nd to the 25th. 22nd, 25th. Okay, you hear that, folks? Listening mm-hmm. to the podcast. Make your mm-hmm. way to what's the website? ActivateFitCon.com. Yeah, ActivateFit.ca. Act- activatefit.ca. 
April 22nd, 20, uh, 25th, block off your calendars. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Like, seriously, it could be a one day, two day, a full, full weekend. Uh, and you, so many awesome presenters. I think I knew, well, you mentioned there's going to be Natalie Plamondon Thomas, who's going to be there yep. and some other you know, great names. Really excited about this year because this year it has been, the curriculum has been curated uh, by request. So we reached out to our community uh, and as a fitness professional, I know what we're feeling right now. I, I'm in the trenches, you know, like I am still a personal trainer. I still feel everything everyone else is feeling. So it is curated to help the mental health of the fitness professional, as well as the physical businesses of fitness professionals. And what's like the most amazing part is our team of presenters that have come forward this year are really so selfless that have are just putting themselves forward to give back. And that's what our mission is this year is to give back to our community, help people feel better, reignite that passion and just unite as a community. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd say, I'd, I'd, I take pride on that too. You know, when I talk about creating that community, you know, with yeah. the, with the classes, my group classes, even yesterday, I reminded the class, like just seeing you all, like, even though it's a, they were not in person. It's just seeing that community grow yeah. and, you know, thanking you for being here. You know, you could have been anywhere else, but you're here tonight. And yeah. I sound like a pop star when I say that, but, uh, <laughs> but it's true uh, being it's together. True. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you, we should could share. I say, guys, I'm going to hang around for five minutes. If you want to chat, go for it. Mm -hmm. uh, typically everybody's just like, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> but, I'm done with zoom. <laughs> yeah, That's it. We're all zoomed out. Um, now, the pandemic also brought an opportunity for you to rebrand mm -hmm. and really focus on uh, what you what you're great at, which is uh, training, yeah. coaching, creating community. And you started something. You created something uh, called Sweat Inc. Yeah, but it's not Sweat Inc. It's actually an acronym. Acronym, yes. What does it Thank stand you. for? So you know, um, I actually developed the acronym in 2008 when I started my boot camps, and um, I had a corporate business name at the time. I had my personal training company business at the time. I had this acronym for my group program. So I had too many things going on. And I realized that as this year has gone on, this is my, this is my wheelhouse. My acronym is the brand. And so the acronym SWEAT stands for strength, finding your will through your why, endurance, accountability, and tenacity. For me, my programs and my training and my teachings right now all revolve around those pillars. That to me creates a high performing life. Yeah, that's, you know, and I'm like reading it right now. I'm writing it down and it's just that it's like strength, finding well through why, endurance, accountability, tenacity. And it's just, it's, it's powerful. It's powerful because it applies not just to, how would I say it? Fitness, physical fitness, yeah. but it applies to emotional fitness. That's right. And we know the one of the most important muscles in the body that we tend to forget is between the ears. And, yeah. um, you know, when, and it's, that, that's what I love. Like now, this is what we got to do as fitness professionals, as coaches. And, and yeah. I, I, I don't call myself a personal trainer that much yeah. anymore and, and in terms yeah. of advertisement. Yeah. But I call myself a coach because we're, we're going to help you throughout. We're going to train you. We're going to give you the tools necessary to, to, to perform functional movements. Mm -hmm. In the same time, we're there to be more resilient emotionally, to, to find that the opportunity behind the adversities 
And so we, we're like, we're the, we're the full package. We are the full package. And that is what is going to differentiate us as we move forward into this new space that we are in, in this industry, uh, where, like you mentioned earlier, everything's online. Every, you can access thousands and thousands and thousands of fitness options by logging into your computer. So what's going to differentiate us is that accountability is that personal connection that people still need. Mm -hmm. So when did, when did it launch? The sweat ink. Sweat ink. Yeah. So we, uh, my website hadn't been updated for like 10 years. <laughs> so we just launched uh, in January. January was the, um, I rebranded, uh, I, you know, my incorporation, I, I changed my corporate name, uh, launched that new website, and just tightened everything up into that one brand. So I don't have five names anymore. I have one. <laughs> uh, it's fantastic. So it's, yeah. it's pretty much everything, the personal training, the you know, yes. corporate wellness. and Education. You know, you know, it, I believe that it's not just for fitness professionals, but I believe, or sorry, um, general population. I believe fitness professionals need it too, right? Mm -hmm. We need, we need to feel all these things. Yeah, no, no, de definitely. And even like, Hey, you know, for the fit pro listening right now, we all need, we all need a coach. We all need a trainer. I'm not talking about a mindset coach or a life coach or whatever. We need, sometimes it's nice to have our own fitness mm -hmm. trainer, uh, with us, uh, and just, you know, Allowing us not to think sometimes and just say, just telling us what to do. I think coaches need coaches. I mean, not only yeah. just that, but it's like accountability. We all need it, right? <laughs> Whether it's an app or it's a person, we need that accountability or writing on a calendar. <laughs> no, that's it. You know, and I find that strange because we, we know all the tools. We, we know what to do, mm -hmm. but sometimes a situation is in our bubble, is in our three foot circle. And we're like, okay, I'm too close to it. I can't see it objectively. Yeah. And that's when you seek the other coach out there to kind of how, you know, just to see it differently and to put more perspective on it. And yeah. it's also an opportunity. And I, I think working with other coaches uh, is an opportunity to, to learn. Yeah. That's why we go to conferences, right? We go to conferences. We, you know, you get a workout. Don't do the workout for just doing a workout. When you go to a conference, if you're, if you're a fitness enthusiast, still you learn from it, but especially for, for fit pros, when you go, yeah, learn to learn the moves, pick up the moves, some new moves, you know, just to expand your library, yeah. but also learn how it's delivered. Strategy. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's well, not even that. You ever yeah. go to um, a conference and, you know, like a lot of great, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put anybody down. I'm not going to criticize anybody, you know, but mm -hmm. you have some fitness presenters who are not sure or very nervous or whatever it is. You don't, yeah. yeah. Or you don't connect, but like, yeah. but there are others where you just go, you're like, you're watching them. And you, so if you feel, you feel that connection and you know, what can you learn from them in order to communicate your message so how do you present yourself how do you True. project your voice True. how do you get how do you know and you know like so like people like um you know like the different presenters you know like once again i'm going to say todd durkin the way he motivates you in the workout it, yeah. it just connects with you at different levels it's not just like reps it's like yeah tapping into your soul you know ken would be like um yeah. encouraging you and creating that sense of leadership and community yeah I, and, there was, and a little bit know, of fear. <laughs> there's no fear, 
no fear. You just wonder when he's going to start singing. And then you're like, yes, excellent. <laughs> um, no, but then, then you have other people like, I, it's like, it's just, it's you, you, if you connect, if you feel that spark with somebody, yeah. that's the person you, you, you kind of want to be as uh, find a well, connect with as a mentor, because mm-hmm. then you'll be able to take that and put your own spin on it and help others as well. And that's how we True. create as coaches. That's how we want to create that ripple effect. We want to be yeah. not leave a legacy with somebody, but leave a legacy within someone mm-hmm. inside and to live it out. You know, heck, my kids already are like, I feel like I'm already, there's a legacy in within my kids right now. And yeah. you know, they're doing burpees and push-ups <laughs> at seven and four, you know, like seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But it's true. And, 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 you know, to that point as a now event planner, uh, conference producer, that's what I look for in my presenters. Right. I don't do an application process. I hand select the presenters because mm-hmm. I know who's out there that I connect with and I want them to be connecting with my people. Right. Mm-hmm. And my people, I'm meaning the community that we have formed through Activate. Because I feel yeah. like those are the impactful presenters that are out there that have really helped me. That's it. That's, that's amazing. And like, I know those people who want to present, you know, if you don't, if you have a room of five, Versus don't or it doesn't matter if you have a room of five or a five of fifty or a room of fifty, you're gonna impact multiple lives because they're gonna share that message and That's you're it. gonna connect with the people, like I said earlier, who deserve, who want to, who need to hear and learn your lessons the most. Yeah. And oh man, uh yeah, and I, I've witnessed that recently and I partake uh, actually was um a speaker, a presenter at my uh, my friend's uh, uh summit, Unleash Your yeah. Potential small crowd but it was mm-hmm. still nice new people who haven't heard me before and i got to share my message and it was i i loved it and it was quite the thrill uh, it takes one person if one person's listening to you you've accomplished your mission and that's it and that's what this podcast now it's it's yeah. about that uh, and, and i hope through this uh, show no matter what episode you're listening to i hope through our you know the, you know my lessons the lessons of my guests that you the listeners get a lesson out of all of this and inspires hope and it's and and just the drive to grow and be better than yesterday be that one percent better um now we're closing up i i i, I just like i i can t- i told you before this before we went on the uh, on the recording we can go on forever here uh, yep. <laughs> like i said it's a conversation uh, it's coffee talk um so i'm gonna ask you know Right now, what, in terms of just a fun little question, mm-hmm. I've been asking this question a lot of people. When you work out, mm-hmm. what's the number one song? What's the top song on your playlist? Oh, gosh. That fires you up. Oh. I like music, so that's why I ask. <laughs> I know. That's really interesting because, like, I'm so old school that I don't even have a playlist. <laughs> All right. So like, right. Exactly. So, um, I don't, yeah, I don't have a playlist. Isn't that crazy? But I have like a vibe that I'm looking for and I need energy. Okay. And I need energy. Okay. Okay. So we're talking about more of the dance or the heavy metal. I'm looking at both here. Sometimes it's dance, but I also do love Guns N' Roses and, um, yeah, the GNR. Aerosmith, they're like my, they're my, that side. Okay. All right. I'm going to tell you what it is. 
Welcome to the jungle, Guns N' Roses. There we go. <laughs> See? Exactly. Welcome to the jungle, Paradise City. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now it's uh, okay. Okay. So we defined that. Now, 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 for activate, activate fit conference. If any future event, I mean, you, you, I mean, all the presenters you have, you have are amazing. You had on board and I've seen them. Who's one you haven't had on yet who you'd love to have Mm. present. Oh, wow. That's tricky. Oh, you're going to, I put you on the spot there. Totally have put me on the spot here. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I can answer that. Oh, yeah, I've had a lot of great people. I truly have had a lot of great, you know, I've had Todd Durkin, Peter Twist, Ken, JC Santana. Like I've had a lot. We set that, you set that bar high. <laughs> I know. Stu McGill was supposed to be with us last year. That got canceled, although he was still, he made an appearance, which bless him. That was so amazing that he did that. Um, yeah, we've had some really great people, really great people. And this year, which is really cool because we are virtual, uh, we no longer have to look at travel arrangements. So, um, you know, we have someone from Australia presenting this year. We have all sorts of people from the U.S. Um, and of course, Canada. But we have like such a diverse panel this year or, or team of presenters, I guess you could say, because none of us have to travel. So mm-hmm. it's wonderful. <laughs> amazing Mm -hmm. and uh so i guess okay i guess we're going to keep it up keep that answer up in the air that has (laughs) to stay up in the air you know i'll probably think of it once we end this call but (laughs) that's all right it's all right and uh last but not least toronto maple leafs ottawa senators or montreal canadians oh no 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 ottawa senators for sure (laughs) okay ottawa through and through (laughs) now the toronto raptors yes Oh, we have no choice. It's only oh, Canadian yeah, team. Canada. Yeah. <laughs> True. Although we weren't for a while with Vancouver, but. <laughs> oh yeah. For a little bit, two years, three years. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I'll, I'll take Ottawa. I'll take Ottawa. <laughs> you know. uh, all right. Fantastic. So Connie, um, mm-hmm. fantastic conversation. I, I, you know, as you can tell, like we, I don't know about you, but I had an excellent time. A great time. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. And. You did such uh, a great job here, Joseph. Really a great job. Well, thank you. I appreciate yes. it. You know, I've been doing this. I did, you know, and the reason why I started the podcast was actually to prepare myself as a presenter for yeah. CanFit Pro. Uh, that didn't happen, but yet hey, I continue. It, it didn't happen yet. Well, it, it is kind of happening. I, I'm, you know, by the time uh, we this episode airs, I've already, I would have already, um, I've already presented. Yeah. At the French conference, well, host it. I host a set, you know, but I've already hosted for Canfit Pro. And so uh, it's it, the dream is slowly building up. And I've spoken before, but, yeah. you know, it was a way to develop content. And yeah. I think all my, my principles of resilience, my my uh, QR, my QR, my resilience uh, response protocols, resilience, readiness, checklists, all yeah. stem from my research and creating this show. And I, I have fun because I meet so many amazing people and people who I know kind of open up more and you kind of realize like, wow, like they have so many lessons to share. And so mm-hmm. I appreciate, I appreciate your support um, you on my journey. Uh, yeah. Once again, you're my growth squad accountability buddy. Yeah. How, so act, so we got activate fit.ca. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. How else can uh, people reach you if they want to connect further? Um, my other website is sweating.ca. Sweating.ca. And then, of course, I'm on Facebook. 
Connie Beaulieu, at B-E-A-U-L-I-E-U. And Instagram is Connie B. Fit. Fantastic. Well, once again, Connie, thank you very much. Be sure you follow her, folks. Follow her on Instagram. (laughs) Go check out Sweat uh, Sweat Inc. And also activate FitCon. uh, Well, activate the fit.ca. Check it out. Sign up. It's in April. You're going to have a great time. Uh, It's always always good to get a dose of resilience and inspiration and and sweat. You never have too much of that, right? No, no. It's always good. (laughs) Uh, seriously, uh, especially in this day and age. All right, so we'll uh, we'll definitely have you on for sure in the near <laughs> again. I would love to love have it. you, and uh, yeah, we'll chat soon. Thank you again. Yes, thank you. Now that was fun. Oh, I hope you're feeling good inside. I hope you're smiling. I hope your heart's all warmed up. I mean, this was such an awesome conversation, and we had a blast when we uh, recorded this episode, our interview in early March of 2021. Seriously, we could have gone on for at least another hour. You know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Surround yourself with those who share a similar philosophy as you do, who lift you up, who make your soul sing, who believe in the things you can achieve, who believe in your potential. Through the Growth Plan Mastermind that we did together, I got to know Connie a lot better. Her unconditional care and compassion are beyond exceptional are beyond this world you know starting up in the fitness industry it's more than just certifications and continuing education credits it's teaching and leading what you believe in i loved connie's two pointers for rookie and seasoned personal trainers stay true to your values And don't worry what's going on outside. Don't worry what others are doing. And it felt good. Even like as a seasoned personal trainer myself to hear that, to hear those two pointers, it feels good because I was thinking the same thing. And to to know that I'm not the only one who believes that, it just, it feels reassuring. And it's so true. And it doesn't have to be for personal trainers. This applies to Anybody, any profession, any, any walk of life. Stay true to your values and don't focus. Don't worry about what others are doing or what, about what others are saying. You know, when it comes to the fitness business, in, you know, in a business that seems to be heavily saturated, we may feel the urge to mimic others or worse, convince ourselves that we're not good enough because we're not fully ripped or have the thousands of social media followers or can't produce social media content every day. Be you. Find inspiration from others, but be you. Add your own spin to something you learned. You're an artist. Make something your own. You know, my style of training and coaching is an amalgamation of training styles from my mentors combined with my personality, my education, not just my fitness education, my business education as well. Don't forget, I started with a bachelor's degree in commerce. So I use that in what I do today, amongst many other things too. And don't worry about 
how many people sign up for your classes or show up for your class or follow you. Oh, don't worry about that one-on-one client. You couldn't sign up because there'll be another one. Not everybody will be a good fit for each other. With time, though, you will attract the right people. The people who deserve and appreciate your coaching, guidance, and care. Now, with that said, as usual, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and felt a small spark to do something great for yourself and for others. Be sure to subscribe or follow the show because in the episodes to come, I got some goodies for you. I'll have some amazing guests who will only make you smile and feel good inside. Scratch that. Feel amazing. Feel wonderful. Also, if you're listening to the show on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment to leave a five-star rating. And if you have a little more time, a nice review. You know, feedback helps me with my growth plan to develop the show and to deliver the content, to deliver lessons that will help you grow. It also lets me know that what I'm what I'm doing right what I'm doing right, but it also helps me understand the opportunities I can work on to be your coach and teacher you deserve. And with that, my friends. Remember to live every day with joy. Hold on. Don't stop the podcast just yet. Sorry, Joseph. I must share a quick reminder with your listeners. Activate FitCon is just a few weeks away, and I want to invite all of you to head over and check out activatefit.ca to learn more about the exciting weekend we have planned to unite, uplift, support, and provide strategy for you, the fitness professional, in this time of COVID chaos. So thank you. And as Joseph says, remember to live every day with joy, curiosity, and passion.